calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. What? Cleo recognizes this woman from her days on Dias. Oh my god. Oh my it's god. Margot Blue Eyes McCracken. <gasps> one of Cleo's chief rivals in banditry and, and, and tomfoolery on Dias. A, a girl about her same age with similar skill set from an opposing group of, uh, group of goons. And Cleo, Cleo would recognize that face and that smug smile anywhere as she steps out. Oh my god. And as, um, as Margot steps forward, she looks straight at Cleo, her eyes widening, stepping forward, reaching out a finger and pointing. You all must think I'm crazier than the hind legs of a prawn to think I'd be getting on any ship with one of them. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode. It's a it's a return to the prime timeline <gasps> of that expedition through ex. Oh, I was I was so close. <laughs> oh, it's the backwater bastards <laughs> in space. In space. Yes. Oh, I've missed it. I mean, Cleo Day's oh. been great, but damn it, it's good to do a good old in space. In space. We're back. We're back. It's now. We're back. It's now. We're the with the the dream tree dream dream dream, baby. We're the hottest <laughs> thing on the street. We've just strutted out. We've got a new EP. We've got our individual looks. We're all walking yeah. in a line. Oh my god, that's true. That's true. We have new gear. We have new gear, new weapons. Did we you do, guys? We do, but let's. Did let's, you remember? Let's. let's, 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 let's yeah, we'll get to that. But uh, cool. we're just going to introduce ourselves first. Uh, I'm 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 DM Dick. Oh. I'm going to be uh, chauffeuring the best this madness Dick. from town to town. Uh, over, over there, we got a uh, Mr. Daniel Matthews, aka Doctor Z, the psychic jellyfish. I am creature. a psychic jellyfish. I am. I am that. That is me. I am Z. What about Z? Z is me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then uh, across the table there, there's Taylor, a.k.a. Cleo, the, uh, the walking, talking, bipedal bear with the bombs and the guns. Dang. Now y'all know. Now y'all know. People been asking. People been asking for a long time. Yeah. But now there ain't no secrets. And, and now or they're going to be like, damn, why'd I ask? 
Now I gotta know. <laughs> so yes, we've ju- we have just wrapped on Cleo Day, where we've finally learned the uh, the origin story of Cleo's ursine form. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was brilliantly told as well, Dickie. It was. Uh, yeah. It was really good. That was some serious dick magic. And Willem, if you're listening, it was great having you. Oh, oh he is. <laughs> and I mean, Bortus and Fron. Bortus and Fron managed to survive the whole thing, whole experience in one way or another. Well, so, you know, we're, well. we, we could definitely have them back. <laughs> I Ish. guess so. Yeah. Ish. You know what, though? If you don't like live fast, die young, then like, what's the point? You die slow, old. Yeah. That hurts in a different you way. Want, you want a small number under that flap. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> listen to Sidearm if you want that Will joke. that Sidearm episode come out before this? Yeah. Yeah, I think it will. Okay, so it's, an, it's an in-joke that a few people will understand. Um, <laughs> in-jokes aside, so yeah, I mean, we do, we do need to do a bit of a stock take because the bastard's got a whole lot of sweet new swag. Yes. 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 We got so, the cool uh, new gear. We got that cool new shine. That that cool new. Uh, what's the 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 drip? We've got a drip. Yeah, you 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 dripped. We are dripped. Oh, we're dripping you're, all you're over real the place. Drippy. <laughs> we are drippy beings. <laughs> well, I'm not even dripping. I'm runny. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not in that box, is it? And I'm squishy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding out. <laughs> this is all very nice sounding. Um, so yeah, the bastards, I'll Cleo and Z, alike. <laughs> both have got new fancy sets of armor made by the fantastic Keen. Red oh. and baby blue. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're like yeah, you know, like a dark red and then a sky blue kind of color, yeah. matching squad squad uniform. Squad. squad. Cleo has just got a full like you know kind of semi mech suit armor yes. armor jumpsuit. It's got little fold out wings. It's 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 got boots. It's got like you know fingerless bear gloves. It's got a snack pocket. It has smart weapon holsters all over it. Oh. It's uh it's the real deal. It's it's a it's a bear mech. You are it's a like a zoid. You're like a zoid. A z- oh my god, a zoid. I've been like said that word in like at least two weeks. Yeah. I don't know if she's quite a zoid. Hey, hey, uh, hey, whoa, even, whoa, even to be whoa. zoid alike. But zoid adjacent is still good. You know what I need to do though, like on one of our next visits to Keen? Like, I already have more shit that I want to buy. Get ready. <laughs> Turn like, Reese into a zoid. Zoid. We need to like make Zoid Reese. We need to do like Zeo with Reese. Yeah. Did you do that to like <laughs> a classic, classic car though? Because I mean, Reese is Well, I mean. Bumblebee is a vintage. classic car in it, and then it turns into a whole fucking <laughs> transformer. So no, but Bumblebee is a transformer that turns into a classic car. So are you well, saying that Bumblebee awful. could be something else? Because I don't think he can. I think he has to be the classic car. No, exactly. I mean, right Rules at the beginning of, of the Transformers movie, they all that. they all fucking they scanned shit, they scanned shit, and then they picked it. Hold like, on, Animorphs well. is different though. Anything you taste, you can be. No, but that's what I'm saying. What? Rules of Animorphs, it stays that form too long, it turns into it. Anything so. you taste though, what? Or you, however you get the DNA to be the Animorph. <laughs> you look at it real long. I, don't, I can't remember. <laughs> don't, anyway. Don't you have to touch it to get enough of the DNA to I, be that? I never read Animorphs. I just flicked through the, the well, things. Well, just so you know, the you can actually read every single one for free on the internet now. Just Well, great. High quality. Um, anyway, <laughs> Cleo also got a, got a new weapon. It's called the Ghost Axe. Ghost Axe. Ghost Axe. And it's, it's a big ass... It's kind of like, almost like a lamppost that when you hit shit with it, like an energy blade axe head just pops out of it, oh. a shield piercing. It's it's a scary weapon to put in the hands of a giant, powerful bear. This is something that developers may, at a later date, decide to nerf. Yes. 
I mean, it's pretty stamina. tough. It's pretty powerful. It's a bit scary. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, only Cleo can really sort of lift it. You got to be. You got to be a big hulky thing to this make use of it. This patch definitely. Uh, you have to be big. Yeah, and everyone's scary to everyone's rolling her side. Get, yeah, everyone's rolling her side. Exactly. Yeah. What about the uh, Doctor Z? On the other hand, he's got the same sort of matching armor. Oh yeah, but it's it's more like a throne or an egg cup that houses. <laughs> It's sort of a sphere-like, yes. gelatinous, uh, nanobot plastic form called the Honey Boy that Dr. Z uh, lives in as a sort of a life support and sort of general As if Z couldn't get lazier, will. you know? It's just brilliant. And now the Honey Boy doesn't even have to carry it because the Honey Boy gets to sit in its little egg the cup. The Honey Boy's being carried. Two things. In a goblet. The egg cup upon which he can, um, he yeah. can sort of you know, stick in his... Uh, his energy shields, You're energy like shield projection, his yeah. stealth, stealth unit, his stealth unit projection. It's also got three like uh, tentacly like arms that, that <sighs> come out the bottom of it that you can use to strut around on. And, and then it has a little hover unit and it can hover up to about two meters or it can burst them into the air about three meters. But like, oh, It is the creator inside the creation. You know, it's just, I'm just becoming more of a, of a jellyfish. It's brilliant. He, he's a jellyfish floating <laughs> in a blob of jelly with jellyfish-like tentacles robotic underneath it. He's he's now in a form that is appropriate to his body type. He's not in a he's he's not trying to pretend to it be is. bipedal. All the, all the therapists that listen to this are like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Daniel, need some help? Hmm. No, thank you. I have wine. <laughs> 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 the man within the wine. <laughs> anyway, so thus thus thoroughly uh, dripped out, the bastards, uh, yeah, they've set up themselves a little uh, bastard HQ, which Trevor and Boris are working on right now in Heck an yeah. abandoned underground train station. The oh, train. Everything's coming up Millhouse. It's just It really so good. is. And Dr. Z had already arranged a job. An easy job. It's just easy a pickup, money. transport kind of thing. Easy money. It's just someone here in midspace needs a ride somewhere close by. Yeah, we've well. got a so ride. You, the bastards. They uh, took across town in their fancy new gears, looking super flash and fly. Yes. God, at least we look good. I know. Went down to the went down to the arcade to uh, meet meet up with the contact, but the contact was none other than Margot McCracken. Oh, Cleo's old rival from. The days back in Dias when she was still human. At least I look fly. Yeah. I mean, you may be a bear. A scary bear. A scary ursine. But you dripped out, you swaggy. I'm hemorrhaging. <laughs> Somebody get a tourniquets. You're what they call like conic. <laughs> what? So we, we bring ourselves back Wet into the... Ass uh, person. Back into the... <laughs> back into the timeline here. The bastards finally seeing seeing uh, Margot stepping out of the shadows. She looks much as Cleo remembers her. She's five years older, five years wiser. She's a whole lot cleaner. She's got way nicer gear. Oh wow! She's got you know like a like a, a clean bomber jacket and like tight leather trousers and a, a sniper oh. rifle on her back. <gasps> sniper. You know, she, uh, sniper. No sniping. Oh. And a whole lot of whole lot of explosive kits. Oh. 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 Okay. I see grounds for a competition. Just feeling like really <laughs> feeling weird. And as, as she as she approached the bastards, she was staring Cleo down, almost as if she recognised her or something. But it wasn't her she recognised. It was the Ursine species that wreaked so much havoc on Dias, stole so many of their young, able-bodied people, you know. And Cleo, obviously, back then, five years ago, was able to save a bunch of them. But still, At some of them 10. were taken off. <laughs> some of them were evacuated <laughs> off in the ships, and you know. At least ten, but at no. least ten were saved. 
People of Dias ain't forgotten that, and they do not have any love for the Earth sign. Well. And it's at this moment of, uh, of recognition from Margot, the bastard standing in the, the noisy, flashing lights and sounds of the arcade. Just round the corner in, the, in a shady, dark patch behind the dance, dance fusion machine. <laughs> That Margot, staring down Cleo and like looking flustered at Dr. Z, announces her disinclination to get aboard a Starcraft with an Ursine. You must think I'm crazier than a prawn's hind legs to be getting on a ship with one of those. So fucking rude. Ah, yes, well, uh, we have had uh, difficulties before, but I assure you, Cleo here is, uh, you know, a... a, 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 a what? She she freezes and stares at Dr. Z. Pure, like, you know, like, white-knuckled hate in her eyes. She hears the name. Cleo's like, why did you say that name? I'm going to grab you. Yeah? I'm not saying anything, but I'm thinking it to you. Not Cleo. What do you mean? Cleo, is this you? Not Cleo. Not. What do you mean, Cleo? Cleo. Not. Not Cleo. Not Cleo. As I said... Cleo here with a K. <laughs> Cleo? Yes, Cleo. That's right, isn't it? Just, it's a family name. <laughs> <laughs> Margot sort of like looking panic between the two of you and then she looks down at like her, the little console on her wrist and is like, heck, heck, God darn it, I don't have time for this. You keep a leash on that thing. So, like, refusing to even talk to Cleo. You keep a leash on that thing. You tell me one thing. Now, you, you people ain't any kind of associates with that, that bag of tin deets, are ya? Well, associates, I imagine, you know, we have, we have frequented Dietz's establishment, but uh, I don't think Dietz would uh, consider us friends at this point in time. No, you see, Cle- Cleo, Cleo here actually had uh, removed uh, one of Dietz's hands at one point. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hold up a hand. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> just, you ain't gonna be going blabbing to that, that, that tin can about what we're about to go and do. That's what I'm asking. You better not go blabbing either. All right, we're all on the same page then. Now, all, all you got to do is easy job. Even, even the furball can get it right. You just got to take me to a place. On midspace, you just gotta take me into the dark side. There's a suborbital station up there. Oh my god. They don't know nothing better of this side. All I'm saying is, you gotta get me in there. You gotta give me ten minutes, and then you get me out. You don't need to know no more than that. Right, well, um... Yes, well, can I get the address, perhaps? I'm gonna send you the details here. And she, uh, sort of flicks a little thing on her on her wrist-mounted, uh, wrist-mounted console. And it's, it's just a basic little thing. It looks like it's just like a random point in the street, not particularly far from here. It is um, definitely a hop, skip, and a jump from Dietz's bar. Mm-hmm. It's right there in Zuzu Town. But it's just a, a point in the street. It's like, can you land your bird in the street here and pick me up? Hold on, let me see that. Yes, yeah, so I'll look at it with uh, Cleo. Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> can we actually land our bird there? So yeah, it, it's it's wide enough these streets that you can land the grey dragon there. Okay, okay. Well, we we can uh, we can definitely uh, make that happen, and uh, I mean just a short short flight. I mean, just nudge uh, Cleo. 
Cleo, what do you think? Well, I mean, when are we getting paid? Ah, uh, yes. Deposits. Deposits. What have you? I'll pay you in full upon pickup. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Hey, look, you're getting the money before you've even done the job. Well, I mean... It don't get no more fair than that, and it's the only offer I'm going to give you. If we was getting the money before we even done did the job, maybe we'd get a little bit right now so we could get petrol. And parking. Yeah. You doing a pickup. We ain't going to be parking long at all. Well, we parked already. But we'll be there they don't waiting. validate here. <laughs> we shall go and await your message. Will it be um, text, uh, audio? What are we looking out for? A, uh, a beeper? A, uh... I'll send you a beep. Ah, uh, beeps. Love beeps. You be ready within the next couple hours. My business ain't going to take long. Alright. Fine. You. You going to give me your number? Oh, yes. Right, sorry. I, I thought uh, perhaps you saw that on the flyer as well. Um, here we go. How did she go? <laughs> Send over the number. Freelancing. Oh, yes, so that's the uh, beep one, but uh, we're, we're reachable on, on the other uh, home the line. The, the private the, line. For the Reese, but uh, that's the private one for me. And, um, and yeah, that's a, that's a typo there that, uh, that says, that should say Cleo. <laughs> she gives Cleo another sort of narrow, hateful look. And she's like, Cleo, just be ready. Cleo looks and storms away. out. She like, she, she storms. She turns about like her, uh, her jacket sort of flapping in the wind behind her. As she just marches straight towards, there's a fire exit. She kicks the little bar that pops it open and walks out the back door. The door swinging back with a thud. Jeez. Wow. I reckon birthday would like them. <laughs> They'd get along like a house on fire. See? Yes, Cleo, Cleo, what was that all about? I know her. Oh, you know the, uh, the old kicky door? From Dice. Oh. From my planet. From your planet, from Dice. Yes. And is this a good connection? Is this going to lead to extra money for us? Well, I mean, I don't... (laughs) Probably not. Ah. Probably not, and, and, um, thing is, why ain't nobody know I'm alive? Well, then they should be grateful and happy to find out. Or is this one of those ones where you did the old run-out ghost blade, <laughs> you know, before? I might have done. I might have done. Uh, I yeah. might have done. You ghosted, but... you ghosted the whole planet. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it, it was easy. It was just easier. Oh, clear. <laughs> Cleo, I've done it's just ex- easier that way, see? I've done the exact same thing. If we ever go back to a you ghosted a oh, whole planet? Ghost a planet. It's the whole whole thing? You had your fun. You found, you did what you needed to do. You left. Yeah, I did. I did what I could. You did what you could. All right. I did what I could. Done what I can. Packed up. And, um, yeah, I didn't tell anybody. Oh. Well, fair enough. So, uh, we need to keep, uh, your identity secret from, um... Yeah, she can't, know. She'll tell him. She'll tell the whole... And, see, I don't know how they's gonna feel about it. 
But and are you sure she recognised you? I mean, she didn't seem. She she seemed quite angry. Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. No, 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 no. Maybe you've changed nah, your you fur. You've changed your fur a few times, or gained fur. Nah, you can tell. She didn't. She didn't even guess about it. No, no. It's probably just been. It's been so long. Well, Cleo, we can get this job done. We can get the money. Bing bang bosh, as I've heard someone else say down that alleyway back there. <laughs> Bing bang bosh. And, and nobody gonna be the wiser. Nobody's gonna be the wiser. They ain't. They ain't. All right. Well, how about we get some tentacles on the way back to race? <laughs> how about it? We is about to get paid after all. Man, I really wish that we could have gotten paid some now. Yes, well, you know, we go and get these bloody tentacles. Do you think Boris would want some? Yeah, yeah, he would. Man, and I'm just like 10%. Maggot always was a cheap ass. Ah, even nickname. So you do know them? Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. We didn't have a pot to piss in, but, but I mean, she could have put up a little bit. It's like a tentacle. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I gotta buy that tentacle with my own money. Oh, I hate it as well. Or, you know, your own money. Which, whichever. It's company money. Business expense. <laughs> <laughs> and with a little uh, mini locker filled to the brim with company money, the, the pair make their way uh, back out of the uh, sort of the downtown district of Midspace, picking up some, um, picking up some bar snacks on the way. A whole lot of deep fried goodies. Oh yeah! And uh, pop into the fishbowl and uh, make their way back to their secret cavern. Mm. It's as you sort of start getting in there, and you can see there's like as you're you're coming in through the train passageway, you can see like a moving light inside there. Like lights are moving around for some reason, which seems a bit strange. And when you finally do pull into the station, you're greeted to quite the sight. What is it? You see Reese, Reese hovering. In the middle of the station, Ooh. huge chains riveted to the sides of his chassis. What? That are going over a pulley system and then are wrapped hastily and knotted around the train. What? And at the moment, Reese is hovering in midair, holding the train so that it is just sort of like swaying half off the ground <laughs> towards the tracks. Meanwhile, at the other end of the train, oh my god, see, oh my god, we shouldn't have left. We shouldn't, we have, left shouldn't him. have left Boris alone. What have we done? Oh no! You see, Boris and Jordan, the pterodactyl. <laughs> oh no! Jordan has a rope tied around both of his wings, like a little harness, attached to the other end of the train, and Boris is attempting to lead Jordan to try and swing the train around oh onto god. the tracks. Oh, Cleo, what have we done? Jordan! Boris! <laughs> yes, Jordan! This way! This way! Oh no, Cleo! Oh, this is perfect! You, I need your help to get Jordan to go the right way! Where the bloody hell is Trevor? Ah, Dr. Z! Trevor said he didn't want to be any part of this and went down the corridor. But we are rebuilding the train! Well, you know, maybe next time you're going to do something that involves flying, you could keep the pilot about. Boris, what is this? Oh, well, I mean, I thought that I'd cleaned out the train a bit. And yes. I, I, I did think that maybe we could turn it into some sort of battle engine. But it needs to be on the tracks, Doctor. 
Right, well, I was getting ready to be quite upset, but now you've said the word battle engine, and that sounds, uh... Well, Boris, that sounds very cool. Oh, yes. It's, it's gonna be fantastic. Right. Clear, please. <laughs> Jordan won't do what I say. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, what have they done to you? <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, my sweet <laughs> baby tomato. Jordan. <laughs> what have they, they trained you to... The, what have they done to you, my... Jordan, my boy. <laughs> Come on down here, Jordan. I got... I got something for you. Don't worry. Yes. Jordan sort of, like, f- flaps down to the ground <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> Still affixed to the train and sort of, like, starts trotting towards Cleo, which has the um, the desired effect of, like, swinging the train around, sparking and hissing and sort of onto the tracks almost. I'll move the uh, fishbowl over to just nudge the final little bit with the ship against the train to, to get it to, to line up. And finally, with, yeah, with a, with a third third sort of um, axis of movement, you finally are actually sort of label, line this thing up. And Boris is like, yes, yes, I got a little to the... Reese, now, drop! <laughs> Reese, suddenly, oh, that flying up. sound good. Boris and Chad. Letting the, tra- the chain go over, the, over the, p- the pulley system up above. And the train descends without thud. Oh. Perfectly onto the track. Okay. <laughs> Boris did it! <laughs> oh, my I'm feeding days. Jordan tentacles. So, as, as Cleo uh, is able to sort of get Jordan untangled and... Uh, feed him some tentacles. Uh, I imagine Z is parking up the uh, the fishbowl. Boris, uh, for his part, starts taking Reese off the things, but the chains are still kind of riveted to the, the sides of his body a little bit, making a little, almost like a jingling noise as he flies. Say, hey, Boris, we need to remove these chains. We've got a very important customer waiting for us. They're going to be messaging, beeping, in fact, any moment now. Uh, no problem, Doctor. It will just take me a few hours to get them off. No, not a few hours. We need to have Reese ready to go in the next, I would say, 30 minutes. Oh. What if I just cut the chains a bit shorter? <laughs> well, I mean, would they be, uh, an eyesore? I mean, only if you don't like chains. <laughs> <laughs> Boris, we have a very important client call coming up. Just cut them. Get them as short as possible. Fantastic! This lad's got just as tool for the job! He pulls oh, no. out the multi-tool oh, no. that Rad's got him <laughs> and fires up some sort of energy welder and starts swinging about, lashing, cutting these chains off. So there's just like little short, sort of foot-long sections of chain still dangling off the bolts on the side of the ship. My god. Yeah. Carrying like a surprising amount of chain for a man so small as he, he, he trims it all off and he gets it sorted out in a few minutes. It's... Not too much of a nice. Well, you can't really tell the size of the ship. You know, the, the chains. <laughs> the chains up. don't create too much of a, a visual thing, but they do create a, a jingling, a ching, ding, ding, ding. That's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be when, a thing. Watch when the yeah. when the ship flies. Cleo's just looking on, like, well, it is what it is. Yeah. Reese, Reese. Yes, Doctor. I am sorry about the chains. We shall get them removed. Properly, ah, it seems you only just got a facelift. Morris said that there will be no damage when he removes them. We shall hold him to that. Now, we're going to need to leave soon. Where is Trevor? Ah, uh, he went. Morris, you will need to point as I say that way because I cannot. He went that way. 
as, as, as Reese says words that way, Boris confusedly points his hand oh, down the, uh, the corridor where you found the nest. Oh my god, Trevor, why? God damn it, you moody goth Trevor boy, Trevor. went into the danger hole. Yeah. <sighs> well, I hope he's remembering to think green. Hmm. Can I project? Like, I'm still in the fishbowl. I'll just project my voice out of the fishbowl and be like, Trevor, Trevor, come home now, Trevor. Trevor, yeah. home time. Ding, ding, ding. And then sort of trudging out of the hallway comes Trevor, looking up like his hands shielding himself from the uh, the headlights of the fishbowl. <laughs> <coughs> Trevor. What? What? Trevor. Oh, I, I see they've, they've done the train. I told them it was a bad idea. I, I actually believe that a train uh, train battle thing that Boris described to me, which sounds kind of kind of cool. Yes, if you want to go to battle over there, and he points like sort of down the tunnel where the train track goes. Excellent point, Trevor. Well, we don't know what's down there. We do not, and what could come from there. Boris has now built us a solid plan as to what to deal with it. What have you been doing mm-hmm. sulking off mm-hmm. in there? Yeah, you look like ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. <laughs> well, I thought you might need me with my wits about me. So. There's going to be any fancy flying in the mission, so... So you were making food? I had a nap. Oh. A, a well, nap? Right. Yes, I had a little nap. Yeah, well, well, I'm glad you had a little nap. Was it a good little nap? We don't need, we don't need to call it a little... I just had a nap. Had a nap. A big nap. Trevor a has just returned nap. from a large nap. <laughs> Oh, big old nap. Uh, Trevor, you had a big boy nap. <laughs> <laughs> a big boy nap. That's my favorite kind. Oh, uh, yes. I might have to have a big boy nap myself later. This has been a <laughs> long day. A big boy nap is when you peel off your undies and then just starfish out. You roll around in some dirt, get some trash on you, air it out. Not, not, not quite what I did, Cleo. But come on, then. Tell us about the job. I'll pull up the uh, hologram. It's a simple pickup mission. We are waiting for the beeper. Once this goes off, we're going to meet the client here. And uh, that's, that's about it. We're going to do a simple pickup drop off. Easy money, Trevor. Where's the drop off then? Uh, well, some, some, something about the uh, dark side of uh, in space. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, oh. there's the kicker, isn't it? We don't really know what's over there. Well, we do. We know. It's, it's, it's dark and it's mid-space and it's there. It's, yeah. And that's where the client needs to go. Hey, I, I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just as curious about it as anyone. And, well, you know, I'd hardly say you're putting me in anywhere near as tight a spot as Harry did back on Zark Moon. So, uh, yes, of course yes, not. let's rem- just do this thing. We all remember you're the hero. Oh, God, he brings it up every bloody time, doesn't he? <laughs> Well, he did have a big boy nap, so I mean... Big boy nap for the hero. And, uh, they, they, do you want me to come on the mission or so that I continue to work on the battle engine? Well, Boris, do you want to see the dark side of midspace or do you want to work on your train? <sighs> oh. <laughs> He's like, he looks at the train. <laughs> One of these things is temporary. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, then he looks sort of, you know, like out towards the dark side of midspace. He looks back at the train... <laughs> and then he sort of like sort of glumly sort of like deflates a little bit. He's like, I don't have any of the parts I need for the battle engine yet. So I guess I would quite like to see the dark side. Excellent. Now, we're all going to be a little bit uh, deflated, I imagine, because we haven't all had our big boy naps like Trevor here. New thought ahead. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yes, yes, Doctor. See, I, I, I did think ahead, and you'll be, you'll be glad for it when we're in a tight spot. Moments from now, I'm sure. Yes. Well, I mean, being in a tight spot with a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I Trevor, usually am it's, thankful it's, for that. It's hard, hard to tell in the, the dark light, but it looks as though Trevor is actually blushing as he sort of like turns away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, love story, love story. All right. Um, love story. <laughs> start loading so up. The, yeah. yeah, so loading up, getting things ready. You've got a little bit of time to sort things out. And then finally, Dr. Z's beeper goes off. Uh, call me, beat me, if you want to reach me. That's the that's the sound it just made. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Right then. <laughs> yes, we both, we both did it. <laughs> that was perfectly synced. So proud of us. Yeah, go us. Well, this this Margot person better be exactly where she said she'd be because I don't want to hang around in that area too long. Who knows what Deets might get up to. Yes. Uh, also, notice for the crew... For this job, we are going to be referring to Cleo as Cleo with a K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a part of the what? it's part of the job. What? Yeah. Yep, that's my name now for this. Just this. Cleo. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's, you say it, Cleo. Yes, it's. Yeah. It's Cleo, Boris. Cleo. I've been saying Cleo all this time. <laughs> well, now you need to say Cleo, Boris. That's the point. Well, this is really embarrassing. Why did nobody tell me? They're telling you now. <laughs> you heard about this, Trevor? Cleo. I'm, I'm really sorry, Cleo. It's, I didn't mean I didn't mean to, to get your name wrong for so long. Yeah, me too. I can't believe I'm... I, just, I guess I've, just, I've heard the name Cleo before and I just assumed. Well, we all heard it. But today we're hearing this. Yes, today it's Cleo. Tomorrow we'll go back. You have to take me through this slowly, Cleo. This is all very new for me. Well, when you meet the client, just pretend like it's just always been Cleo. It has always been Cleo. Of There's... course, I wouldn't want anybody else to make the same mistake as I have. <laughs> uh, now that's exactly it. Excellent work. Trevor, do you understand? Yes. Unfortunately, I understand far too well. Oh, well, look, that map <laughs> well, is because you're a big boy. Because <laughs> you're a big boy. <laughs> All right, everyone's strapping. Ah, uh, yes, the favorite part of flying. Strapping in! <laughs> Get on in here. I guess we leave the dactyl behind, yeah? He looks happy enough. Yeah, Jordan's having a... I left him a tomato. Trevor takes you shooting down the corridor out of your secret lair. Jordan is left sort of staring confused at the tomato for a little while (laughs) before he soars to the back of the room and starts feasting once again upon the uh, the small bear rat creatures that infest this place. (laughs) The brats! The brats! Oh, brats. That's good. It means something completely different from the 90s. If you've got a brat from the 90s and a brat from now... Or maybe not. Maybe they're the same thing. <laughs> nah. In some circles, yeah. they're the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it bratty. Yeah. <laughs> so once again, you uh, you soar out of your your cliff, your secret cliff entrance, out sort of like flying over the uh, the night city. That God, that sounds so expensive. Uh, this never stops being cool. It don't. Cycling around, back up the cliffs and back up to mid space proper. Oh. 
Yes. Oh. Where Trevor takes you sort of high, high up above until just at the last minute he drops down, narrowly avoiding another starship, which doesn't even get a chance to swerve as they, whoa, you hear like a, a honk on their horn as Trevor <laughs> takes you down, down into the city. Bloody hell, Trevor. Oh, no, you had a big boy, Nat, but the rest of us haven't. <laughs> no hooting. Don't worry about it, Z. They couldn't, they were never going to hit us. It's not about that. It's just, you know, the general... Oh, all right, just don't kill us. Loud noise has upset me. Yes, it's been a oh, Come on, this is mid-space. One of the best things about being here is there's no road rules. No, you could still have manners. Trevor, manners. Manners either. The bastards. Leo eats a tentacle that she dropped on the floor the last time she was in here. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor takes the bird gently down into the street. We're standing in the middle of the road, nobody else around, almost as though like you know, people have uh, been shooed away or something. Standing in the middle of the street, almost silhouetted, is the uh, form of Margot. She's standing there, she's got like a, a huge case. Looks like a suitcase kind of thing, like a big square, or a big rectangular trunk, and it's got wheels on it and a handle, like okay. luggage. Oh. And when she sees you come and land, she tips over that luggage and wheels it along over to the Grey Dragon. Oh, now, is everyone ready? Yes, what? yes, um, all right. This one, open her up. And uh, Trevor pushes the button to uh, open up the door and descend the stairs. Boris, get ready for welcome pose. This is a paid gig, everybody. <laughs> Party pose, party pose. You hear the, the grunting and straining of... Uh, of Margot carrying her big, hefty case up into the ship. <laughs> <sighs> we should have... Definitely should have put this on the ad. Carrying heavy things for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a sort of a katung, where she plonks it there, back in your little uh, your little entry... What do you call that, that bit? The... Um, Loading, loading dock? Loading dock, yeah. It's called the loading dock. Loading bay. Loading dock, yeah. And then you hear loading like a... Bay. You hear the, the ding, ding of her heavy boots as she steps all the way through the ship, slowly making her way, not in, in any sort of hurry, making her way forward through your living quarters. You hear like the footsteps stop for a moment. She's obviously looking around. Oh. And then ding, 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 the footsteps step, set off again until finally, almost a full minute later... The, uh, the door to the minute? bridge opens up and Margot steps long? in. Margot steps in to see the bastards in full party pose. Full welcome, welcome party pose, yes. Welcome pose. You've got to show me what this welcome pose looks like. Paint me a word picture. Okay, I'm standing in the navigation area just looking busy. Like, oh, you caught me mid-act. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, like, you're like standing on one of your little arms and then two of the arms are up there sort of tapping away yes 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 very busy okay cleo is standing with one foot on her seat captain morgan style oh, yes. and she's got like her her weapon her ghost axe like extended and she's sort of like adjusting it like you would tune a guitar or like oh, polishing a bit of it love that and her and like there's a draft coming from somewhere so like parts of her fur are kind of like flapping like a little bit mm, love it yeah 
Yeah. Boris, for his part, is just sort of, he's kind of got his arms spread in a sort of ta da <laughs> kind of pose. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> and he's kind of like, he's almost decided to go down on one knee, but not quite committed to it. Half hard style. <laughs> Trevor is he's he's sitting back on his pilot's chair with his oh. feet up on the dash, oh. cross legged. Oh he's, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it his own he's way. He's doing it. He's doing he's it. Doing he's it. doing it. <laughs> yeah, you know, his ankles crossed. He's 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 leaning back. Yeah, you know, he waits a moment before he looks back and is like, you know, like gives a sort of look at oh, oh someone oh, someone else oh, has come into the you've bridge. Arrived. Oh. Trevor's I didn't like, see you this there. is where the magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my ship, madam. <laughs> Welcome to my Starcraft. Welcome to the Grey Dragon. Margot's sort of looking around like pretty unimpressed. She's like, this thing flies. Wow. 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 Okay, I really thought that would have uh, gotten more of a reaction. Trevor, we can leave. (laughs) 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 All right, Z. Well, let's, let's show her how well this thing flies. Yes. Now strap in. (laughs) (laughs) AI is making waves in every field it touches. President Biden is now on TikTok and the election draws closer each day. With so much going on in the world, it is hard to keep up with it all, let me tell you. Hi, I'm Kai Rizdal, the co-host of Make Me Smart. It's a podcast from Marketplace. And every weekday, Kimberly Adams and I break down the latest in business and the economy with short daily episodes to make it easy for you to stay in the know. Listen to Make Me Smart wherever you get your podcasts. Trevor, immediately, he, he performs one of his legendary Zarg takeoffs where the ship is just in midair before the landing gear is pulled in, the, the doors closing, the ramps pulling in, the landing gear is coming in. The ship has been basically hot wired into taking off. And Margo, Margo has not yet sat down <laughs> and strapped in. So she is sort of trying to sort of like look unimpressed and then suddenly she has to grab onto the back of her seat in order to not fall over. You know, scowls, gives her like a look into Trevor's direction. Trevor sort of like looks over his shoulder, gives yes, her a little Trevor. smirk and a nod. Yes. As, as she sort of like curses to herself and gets into the chair and does up the does up the belt. Brilliant work, Trevor. Amazing. Trevor, yeah. Alright. Get get yourselves up high and make make for the dark city. I'll give you the location in a moment, but first we got the matter of payment to sort out. We sure does. We sure does. I'm gonna pay you people up front. Cause frankly, I don't know if I trust you to do the job if I don't. Well, that is the type of reputation we try to encourage amongst our clients to pay up front. So, thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it's all here and accounted for. She pulls out. It's like a sack out of one of her inner pockets and just sort of plonks it on, like, the armrest of Cleo's chair. Oh. I'm going to look in that sack. I'm going to nose around in there. <laughs> So as you look at the, it's it is all credits. They are kind of beat up credits. These are, these are credits that have done the rounds, so to speak. But uh, mm. it does seem to be uh, all 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 present and accounted for. There we go. 
500 credits for one little day of work. Well, butter my butt, call me a biscuit. Ain't bad. As Cleo says one of those little, uh, Cleoisms, (laughs) Margot sort of, like, pauses and, like, gives her, like, a confused side-on look. It's like, funny you'd say that. Ah. Nothing. Cleo Cleo says funny things all the time. (laughs) Isn't that right, everyone? Yep. I, whatever, I don't, I don't want I don't want to get involved with that thing. No, we're on, a, we're on a timeline. Now, I could do this job anytime, but, well, today is a day of special significance to me. You might say it's a, an anniversary of kind, of a kind, and, well, I really want to send a message with what we're about to do, so hop to it. We only got a few hours to get in and out. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> and Trevor sort of, you know, like, Still smirking away, like you know, almost laughing to herself about how we made her stumble, <laughs> getting the ship into the air and sort of sailing it towards the night city. Yes. Margot sits there, looking at Cleo, without saying a word, as the grey dragon is piloted rather expertly, sort of back down over the cliff and over the night city. So once again, as you, you come out of the, the hustle and bustle of the, the metropolitan area that is mid-space proper, and out sort of over the cliff, and suddenly there's so much less light during the night city, and there's just these tall, glassy skyscrapers everywhere that just extend out. The entire station, because of the sort of lopsided nature of this building, is almost tear-shaped, where it has you know, the, the curved domed section of mid-space, but then the night city is like these stalactites just sort of sticking out Sick. sort of this almost tear teardrop shaped thing and then the whole thing is inside a, a like a series of energy fields to create the artificial artificial environment but anyway you're sort of he- heading back over the over the night city Margot keeps instructing giving a little go up signal to Trevor who just shrugs and keeps climbing and spiraling around up higher and higher above the night city Looking down, you, can, you can't even sort of make out the, uh, the small amounts of light and the fires burning in the windows of some of these, some of these destroyed ancient buildings. And eventually Damn. you sort of raise up and there's just like a, a thin mist below with only the tallest skyscrapers piercing through, a lot of them with very sharp points at the top. And then you see it. Eventually you get to a certain point above the mist and there is a suborbital station just floating there. Mm. And it's... It's not massively big. It's the size of like a like a building, like a hangar, something like that. It's uh, yeah, it's just the sort of thing that obviously you could dock the Grey Dragon into, but it's uh, it's not like a like a proper space station. Trevor, what's that? That I believe Z is our destination. Am I right, Margot? Of course, it's the destination. I led you here, didn't I? I'm going to uh, start projecting like a a field out um, telepathy to try and uh, detect any kind of warning signs of what might be approaching. So I will roll... Danger talk. I will roll a... Bloody hell, first roll of the game. (gasps) First roll of the game. Um, This is the first roll in a while. Telepathy. Ah, seven. It's a seven. (laughs) So you reach out to the station and you get like a faint murmur. There is definitely intelligent life upon it, but uh, you can't make out any more than that. Are we expected? Hell no, we ain't expected. Right, flyboy, you just get us right up on top of there, and if anyone comes and sees you, 
You just fly into the mist and you come back and get me when I beep you again. And you're going in there alone? I'm going in there with the one person I can trust to do this job right. I gotta get it done during the bringing in, otherwise it don't count. <gasps> Ooh, Cleo wants to ask so many questions, but... Well, what's that? Doesn't matter. It's just a special occasion. Back on my planet. You wouldn't know nothing about that. Fine. Heck. Well, I mean, I know we didn't negotiate it, but... If you add on a couple credits, we could help. She sort of looks at Cleo's big hulking body and then casts her eyes back towards the back of the ship where she left her very big heavy case that was difficult enough to get onto the ship. How many extra credits we talking? Cleo's gonna side-eyesy. I don't know how dangerous is the job. Job's as dangerous as the job's gonna get. That's all I know. 200 credits. Daylight robbery, you mangy animal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why so sad? The Chevrolet stopped making spaceships? Hell. (laughs) I'll give you another 50 and you'd be lucky to get that. Another 50? I want you to carry my bags. Another 50? That's cold enough to freeze the tent off a frog. 50 credits? I can't even buy. I can't even buy nothing for that. 115. That's barely a round of stews. <laughs> Meanwhile, stew costs like what? <laughs> One credit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One fifteen extra. You carry what I tell you to carry, and you do what I say when I say. Everything? One fifty. Fine. One fifty. It is only because I'm in a bind, and we we gotta we gotta move. Hey, we finally haggled. I know. I'm gonna like look at <laughs> look at Trevor and be like, well, Cleo's still got it. Well, Doctor. Is that rich enough for your blood? That will do. That's sauce money. Let's <laughs> start getting ready. Well, up. Sounds like a deal. I guess uh, when if you guys can be the boarding party, and I will, I will keep Trevor safe because we will be in very big trouble without a pilot. Oh, Boris. Two, two big boys. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got my drill. <laughs> While you're at it then, Boris, you can start drilling those bloody chains off the hull. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yes, maybe that's a good idea. They do make a little bit of noise, don't they? Yes. <laughs> what a cool idea while we're on top of the secret <laughs> space station. Doink! 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 <laughs> I don't know, I just don't want Boris fucking wasting company time. <laughs> just... You got these little mercenaries inside like, ooh, what was that? Yeah. I don't know, Jim. What was that? <laughs> what was that? But did you hear... It's Santa Claus. Oh, down here, I hear it too. (laughs) (laughs) Jingly, jingly, it's the Santa sleigh. (laughs) This is the Christmas special. Up on the rooftop, reindeer claws. (laughs) Amazing, amazing that you've you've gotten to it and thinking that you're you're making a joke, but like, oh no, I I realize that's from this is this is the the bringing special with your little jingling sleigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Shit. I, I, I thought I would not r- rather than making a big deal over. I thought I'd maybe hide it within a, a regular, regularly scheduled episode. Oh no, I like it. I like it a lot. But she's got to get this job done before the end of the bringing it. Yeah, I kind of like got that vibe, but I was like, nah, that's not. I did also. I was like, is it or is it? But not? I was like, Taylor, you're just being. No, that's br- well, too- we're- you're being too Christmas. You're being too Christmas. This is Dick forcing us this into is- the Christmas spirit. This, this is-, is the kick Dick in the beehole that I needed. <laughs> this is Dick Magic at its finest. Dick Magic. Right, well, I'm. Tell you what I'll do. Let's not draw any unnecessary attention. I'll come in slow, and the, the three of you can just jump onto the roof. And then I'll hide in the mist. 
when you need me again. Flyboy, are you all right? I like this one. Well. <laughs> you any way attached to this unit, kid? I, well, yes, at least a little bit. Well, we, we talk later. I think I can make you an offer better than what Furball over here can give you. God, she's trying I to take my man again. Do not come in here and start trying to pinch and steal our employees, all right? Hey, it's a free galaxy, yes. squid boy. Well, I ain't now, here, come Nate. on, let's go. He ain't Not free. here, Nate. Tre- Trevor's our big boy. He's our big boy. Talk Very. to you when we're finished with the danger, big boy. He will not. Trevor. <laughs> you know what's good for you. <laughs> Trevor, once again, is just blushing and, like, trying not to not to show it to anyone. I'll look at Trevor Jeez. and be like, Trevor, you remember how good you got it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got company uniform. Those are company colours you're wearing. Uh, Trevor's like, I'm about to unionize. <laughs> 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 I'm going to throw him a tentacle before we leave. Yeah. It's old, though. It's been in my pocket. Yeah. He sort of catches it and, like, Gives, gives Cleo a little nod. Yeah. You guys don't have to worry about anything. You know? It would have been you, a tomato, you Trevor, but... You and Trevor been through a lot. He doesn't He doesn't need need to get paid better. Like He can do some yeah. freelancing on the side, but no other main squeeze, all right? He can have We're gonna some side We're going to split our hustles. money with him. <laughs> so the, the three of you make your way to the, the back of the ship. You finally get a, a closer look at Margot's luggage, and it is just a big, rectangular, metallic case. With, uh, with a pair of wheels at the bottom and a little luggage-style handle. She's like, you, bear, you carry that. You stay close, and you do not drop it. What's in it? Never you mind. Just Never know you that mind. if you drop it in the wrong way, things could get mighty explosive up in here. Oh, really? Really. So you you just keep them big, clumsy paws safely wrapped around that handle. Well, my, I might do. I just might do. I just might do. Now you. Jelly boy. Ah. What you good at? Well, um, I... <laughs> Not much. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I am the resident uh, doctor, Dr. Z, as you will uh, see here on the name. But where is that name? There it is. Dr. Z. All right, maybe I got a use for that. Come on. We're coming in close. And as Trevor brings the ship in close and the, the wind blowing in your hair the ding, the jingle jangle of the chains outside as you as you hover above the rooftop of this little uh, suborbital station we're going in the chimney and up here at, at this <laughs> at this altitude in um, at this altitude in mid space there's um even like, some of the the condensation has reformed it's little crystallized ice and there's almost a, a thin layer of snow atop the um the suborbital station stratosphere as, <laughs> as Margot drops out and lands almost silently on the snowy rooftop oh my god <laughs> i am really about this i'm very excited heck yes crimbus let's jump in <laughs> let's jump in this crimbus <laughs> we are the Santa. <laughs> you guys oh. gonna follow? Yes. Yeah, with my box of explosives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Cleo jumps down, n- nowhere near as light-footed as uh, definitely as, not. As, as the nimble Margot, making a bit of a thud noise, especially when yes, yeah, she sort of catches the weight of the big heavy crate. Yep. 
but it doesn't seem to explode. It's, it's possible that Margot was exaggerating a little bit about how dangerous it was. Dr. Z uh, is, is able to give himself a very soft, easy landing. Oh, I fear the fall he's a, that way down. He's a, he's a hover boy. Yeah. So he's able to sort of just get down. He sort of just bobbles about a little bit. His, his, you know, his, his legs have to sort of like regain his balance as he gets there, but he doesn't even doesn't even slam into the uh, into the rooftop because his little jet keeps him up above. But you can see that he is definitely melting a little trail through the snow. Oh, I, it's just this. It's it's yeah. Just it's it's not really like a flame or anything that comes out the bottom there. It is just like a little pr- propulsion of uh, of kinetic force, mm. but it is enough to to melt snow. What color is it? Purple. <laughs> Red and blue mix. <laughs> and Margot Margo gives a nod and taps twice on the uh, on the side of the grey dragon. And Trevor, taking that as a signal, closes up the door and drifts quietly with just a faint ding ding ding, ding. of the uh, slaver of the of the, of the chain magic into the into the mist. Fuck! Wow. The three of you are sort of left on the, the top of this, on the rooftop of this suborbital station. And Margot is sort of like narrowing her eyes and looking about. And she sees, not too far, in the basically dead center of this thing, there is a vent that opens up. A, sort of, it's like a, um, like a vent, it's almost like a, like a squarish tube that, um, that sticks up out of the roof. Like a chimney? A <laughs> Squarish tube. That's not even a thing. <laughs> a, a vent that uh, that might be a way that you could stealthily enter into the station. I'll say, um, Margo. Now, if we're going to be doing this, we need to know what the overall outcome is, so that we can best see this mission done. <laughs> the outcome, Squid Boy. We're gonna blow this thing out of the sky. Oh, click Cleo. That is going to be your favorite thing. Hell, <laughs> you... I love a boom. I do. I do. And you say your name's Cleo. Mm, yep. 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 Cleo who loves a boom. Cleo loves a boom. Now, what's the yeah. plan to get yep. into this? How big is this vent? Well, I figure I get in that. I get in through that vent over there. Cleo, you're gonna have to find a way to get my case in after me. What do you mean find a way? You got big muscles. You lift it. Um, I could. Will I fit in this in this vent? Can I go look at it? Yeah, it's, it's big enough that um that any of you would be able to fit in. It's, it's, oh, okay, a, it's okay. a big old vent. Like, okay, it's, cool. uh, This is not a chimney. This oh. is a... Okay. <laughs> well then, um, I could help with that. Uh, could I hold the um the bombs and hover myself down? Oh. You might have to. You might have to do a strength roll to try and uh to uh carry it. Well, if, it is, uh... if, if Cleo goes down first. Then, you, then you if can it just fails, then some it, you could drop it. Cleo, Cleo can hopefully catch yeah. it. Yep. All right, uh, Cleo, uh, how about um, you climb on in first? I'll hold on to the package. I'll hover it down to you. You catch it in those big old arms of yours, and uh, we make our way in. Well, dang. There's your plan. All right, then. It's as good a plan as any. As long as we get that thing in there, and don't go sending off early, there might be some of my people in here still. Yes, how many people are there exactly in here? I don't know, Jelly Boy. All I know is the people that operate these things, they've been doing horrible things all over the galaxy. Terrible, terrible things. But they still got some of my people out there in space somewhere, and I gotta find them. And if I can't find them, well then I just blow up another one of their factories. Another one. Have you been at this for a while? 
I ain't done nothing else the last five years. This is my life, Jelly Boy. And you mess me up, I'll leave you behind to explode as well. Right, and uh, one more question. Do these stations ever have um, uh, treasure? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you find in here, it gets exploded. I don't want nothing that they make getting out there into the world. No good comes of it. Right. Clea's just going to kind of look at Z and do like a hand motion that's like, don't worry if we find some. Yes. <laughs> if we find some. We, f- we, we find a little something, something, something. <laughs> something, something, something. <laughs> little extra tomato. All right. Right so, then. I'm going to get in there and have a little look. You get ready to follow me with the boom. Right behind you. Oh, and she right. she nimbly just scales up the, up the little chimney and slides herself down in like, you know, Hands and feet on the edges and just sort of slides yourself down, assassin styles. I look at um, Cleo and be like, Are you sure you two don't get along? I mean, so far, you talk the same, you both like bombs, and you have the same type of temperament. What are you talking about? We ain't nothing alike. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> well, Cleo, I'm just saying, are you sure? I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe things are better now. Maybe you can unghost yourself. That ain't that ain't possible. You you can't you can't go home. I'm not saying bloody go home. Everybody ho- says. I'm not saying go home, Cleo, I'm saying talk. You know what I mean. Can't even go home in your mind. Oh, I, I was born ready Alright, so Claire down here. Come in, Furball. And don't make much noise. Don't make noise. Bam. I am going to need a dexterity roll. <laughs> to come down the chimney, though. There it is. Oh, we almost got away oh, with it. We did. I was being very quiet. I was like, I'm going to try first dex to roll not without the, say uh... a lot about catching this box of bombs <laughs> on a spaceship. <laughs> but you know what? It's fair. Here we is. Here we are. <laughs> it's been so long. We've done so much... Uh... So much role play, pure roleplay. Okay. I know, but it's been I, like, great. scrolled oh, past no. it 300. Oh, no. Negative three. What oh, the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Oh, no. But dig, it's Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, so Cleo. No. <laughs> I'm thinking sort of like very Winnie the Pooh style, sort of gets her top half <laughs> up over into the chimney, her little legs sort of kicking, kicking behind. Oh. And she's like trying to get herself over in and then she reaches a tipping point and she sort of goes head over heels oh. and she slides down the chimney <laughs> face first. Well, whoops. Landing with a clatter and a crash in a, a tangled heap of, of armoured beer. Her little glider wings, I mean, you know, she, she tried to deploy them. Oh. Only, only sensible instinct, but there was no time. This, was, was, this, this didn't really work. She wasn't, wasn't really in the right angle or position to be doing any sort of gliding so this is a tangle of bare limbs and wings as she lands heavily uninjured the armor armor does its job you know for yeah. just the base, basic fall and it's not Thanks, super Keith. far that you're falling as well it's only uh, it's only a few meters <laughs> oh uh, shout down <laughs> no big Cleo are you alright well yeah bloody well look Beep. holes are never never the strong point for the bastards uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh Margot sort of like sort of comes back and you can see like Cleo when she sort of looks around you're in 
what seems to be just a room, like quite a, a dark room with like big boxes everywhere. And sort of coming around from behind one of the boxes is Marga, who's giving you a look of pure anger. And she sort of puts one finger to her lips and goes, Shh. All right, I'm coming down. Right, oh, so really? Z, trying to heft this big, heavy case. <laughs> I, I, I need a strength roll to see if you're able to, like, <laughs> let yourself down. Because you as well, like, Am from I... this height, like, the, 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 first, the first little bit of the drop is beyond what your thrusters can deal with. Going to be like a free fall followed by bobbing, trying to catch yourself on the thrusters. Nine. Wow. Oh. Nine. I mean, that's, it's a fail. You know, it's, it's not a bad a fail. thing. It's not a, a huge fail. So Dr. Z, he's, he's able to pick the thing up. He's, he's already just sort of like wobbling about before he even tries to jump down the chimney, but like failing any other plans. <laughs> he doesn't have much choice. So he drops it, and it's at this point, he's falling, and he's got all this extra weight, and he, he fires up the jet propulsion and just sort of whoa, flips around. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to need you to make some sort of dexterity save. Are you going to try and, like, I don't know, like catch yourself with, like, your, your arms on the edge of the chimney or something, or are you just going to let yourself sort of flip down there into Cleo's arms? Oh, I will try and, um, yeah, f- f- spread the tentacles out uh, into, uh, into every... You know, you do, have you watched Invasion? Are those aliens not look? Yet. I've not. Oh, okay. but, uh, it would be like that. But, like a, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I, I think I a can ball see it. with spikes going out in every direction until it connects and then holding. Um, oh, like a koosh. Oh, so you, 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 you oh, cause you've got your metal legs can go out, but also your honey boy limbs can just sort of flat like out. Like the as coronavirus. Well. Like the coroni. <laughs> um, <laughs> horrifying. I will do that. So, a dexterity, you're saying? Yeah, give me a dex check. A so your strength checks already failed. So like in the process of doing this, you are going to drop the case. Beautiful. Beautiful. But you might be able to eight. stop yourself. But oh, it's an eight on the dexterity. God so wow. Dr. Z fires out This is what happens when you don't roll out your 20s at the start of the game. I should have rolled out my 20s. Onto the edge of this, yeah, sort of clattering and echoing this thing. And then he is turned upside down by the, the weight of oh. the case that he's trying to carry. Oh. Let's go of the case, dropping it into Cleo's waiting arms. Okay. Okay. And uh, we're going to have to roll for that as well. Oh, but let's, let's finish this catastrophe. <laughs> but none of his little offshoots have enough purchase on the edge of this, of this chimney, especially considering that there was a moment before he shut it off where the, the jet propulsion was facing upwards. Yeah. And Z just sort of squeaks his way down out flying down at Cleo and the, and the case. And Cleo can make a bit of a strength save to try and catch the things that are falling. 21. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. Alrighty. We're gonna be okay. It's gonna be alright. So Cleo sort of embraces herself, catches the case. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> sort of a gentle catch, nothing exploding. And then Dr. Z falls on top, just sort of flopping and flailing and just clonking onto the ground having sort of fallen off of Cleo almost sort of shrugging her shoulders as Dr. Z rolls down off her onto the floor Margot is sitting there like looking very pale just standing there her eyes wide still her finger like is about to come back and do another shh but at this point it's like what's the <laughs> point right she's, she's actually just listening now and there's a uh, there's a silence for a moment before she lets her breath out it's like you two are lucky no one heard that <laughs> you're you're lucky that, well, you're lucky that we're here. Yes. And I'm okay. <laughs> I just roll myself <laughs> over and start hovering again. Oh. <laughs> 
So Do- Dr. Z's shields obviously uh, took the brunt of that as he... Um, oh, ouchies. His shields, oh in fact, God. did take three points of damage, though. It's not, not, a, not, a, not a small amount. Oh. Nobody hurts us more than ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But enough... Enough to uh, to absorb the shock. So Doctor Z himself is uh, and the and the the armor and the honey honey boy are all undamaged, uninjured, oh, pristine. So there's, there's that collectible item. <laughs> Mint. <laughs> and Margot uh, exactly. at this looking point, looking so pang. Yeah, is uh, pulled out a small blaster pistol from a holster at her side, and instead of going over to the door, which she opens really slowly, and then quickly. Pops outside the door with her pistol. You can only sort of see like her, her shadow moving. There's a whole lot of light sort of floods in from wherever she's just opened the door into. She opened the, only opened the door party. So you just sort of see her vanish through that door and then sort of aim left, aim right. And then sort of like take a few steps in one direction. See? Yes. See? Yes. Yes. Claire. Yes. See? Yes. Well, you think we're supposed to stay in here? I'd imagine we're meant to follow. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, you think we ought to like, like jump, like jump out? Ah, yes. Like the the way, like should we follow the way that she moves and just do the same thing? Perhaps there are lasers. I think you might be. I think you might be onto something. Yes. Is a thing. I think we got a plan. All right, let's get this bloody case back on your back, though. And start, and I'll lift up the 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 bag to help uh, Cleo put it back on. Oh my god, can it attach to me now? Oh, I thought it was a I backpack mean, this whole time. My bad. No, no, it's, oh. it's a, like a suitcase. Oh, oh okay, no, it's my, my bad. But no. could it? But could it? I mean, I, I can't imagine that it couldn't, actually. Your, your suit has, like, got these little, like, you know, like little robot clamps. They're just like... Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'll hold it up to there your back, There is a then. box just stuck on me. Yeah. It's like um, Death so, Stranding. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, Doc Z sort of can death, death stranding the box onto onto Cleo's armor. Cleo finds that it, it doesn't sort of recognize it as as something to strap on. But when she sort of like pulls out the little, it's got this sort of little circular holographic heads up display that she can pop out and fiddle with. And she sees that like she can ah these latches, and she's able to push a few buttons at once, and the latches on her back clamp out and hold it. Unreal. Brilliant. Keen. Keen, Keen. design. Keen design. It is an Keen. idiot could use it. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, and they do. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. <laughs> Whoa! Bang! Intuitive lashing of of, of 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 items to your back. That's fucking primary. That's fucking primary. Right, tech. You, you, you guys can just jump out the door then, emulating. Yeah, we're Margo. jumping. Yeah, following the same moves. Cleo's doing the ground moves. I'm doing the aerial ones. We're like, yeah, aiming at guns at things. This is Army Navy. Air Force right now. Right now. Right here, right All now. All right, so <laughs> Cleo unfortunately can't quite copy the whole, like, opening the door a little bit. Cleo has to open the door the whole way. <laughs> well, you know, shock and awe. Shock and awe, baby. But the two of you burst out, and you're, you're into what seems to be a corridor, a curved corridor, and it's really well lit. And the walls and ceiling are all this, this pristine chrome white. Just panels, mm. the prefab panels oh. of this um, this perfect white on the floors and ceiling, oh. the walls and ceiling. Where we are. Well, oh, Z doesn't. Well, I you do. do. <laughs> and oh. uh, you can sort of hear you know, the footsteps and almost you can catch like, just the, like, the back of one boot going round the corner of the curved passageway and see Margot vanishing off towards the left. 
I think that Cleo would probably like take a moment to like absorb. Well, that's why I, that's why I keep like having her run off ahead so I can give you guys like little little breathers yeah. with one another. I'll um I'll hover there and and uh, hover a bit like like I'm walking ahead, and then notice that you're not moving, and look back and be like, "Bloody hell, Cleo, are you alright? Have you eaten enough today?" Well, no, but you know, we need to think of that. But but I see I've been here. You've been to this station. Well, kinda. I've been I've been in. That's why I'm like this. I've been here. Well, hair is going to be blown up in a bit if we don't uh, continue on. Is there somewhere you'd like to go? Well, I ain't been in this one. Hell. It's like she said. I guess they built more. I didn't know. I just runned. Heck. Indeed, heck. Well... Cleo, if uh, Margot gets what she wants, then this place is going to be a big bada boom in the next hour. So uh, if there's anything you want to do while we're here, you're going to have to let me know. We gotta make sure. She blows up the right ones. They take people from our world, see? Who does? Cleo just, like, spreads out her arms. People in what? <laughs> Cleo, we'll get them. Let's roll. And it's as as you have this conversation. <laughs> at that moment, Z rolls over. <laughs> you hear you hear suddenly like the of uh, of what sounds like a, a large rifle powering up, and the hissed words of Margot. Don't you move! Don't say a word! You two get back here. Alright, um, I'll speed along. And uh, get my energy blades ready. Ghost axe! Activate! Alright, so you're pulling out your weapons, come around the corner. Hell yeah! And there is, you see, like, you come around the corner, it's, it's all this, the same, like, white walls, everything really well lit with a sort of, you know, like, kind of unpleasant fluorescent lighting. And you come around the corner, and there's Margot, her teeth clenched in anger, holding her large sniper rifle, pointing so it, cool. point blank, at a tiny, withered old man, sitting in a, uh, in, it was kind of like a bit like a wheelchair, but he's in a he's in a sort of a mostly stood position, almost like a little sort of hover sleeve that he's ah. sort of his legs sit into. He's but he looks very very old. He's wearing like a very nice silk button up shirt, and like his his near bald head does have a very sort of tidy comb over. He's he's he's, he's well groomed for a man of his advanced age, but he's just floating there, like looking very concerned, both hands up, quivering. And you can tell this this man looks ancient. He looks like he doesn't have long. He looks like he could keel over at any minute. I pull my blade out and point it at, her, at him as well and be like, Margot, be careful. We used to run with an old white man and he was incredibly dangerous. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Don't believe him, Margot. It's one of his lies. <laughs> you wouldn't hurt an old man, would you? Oh, yes. Oh, well, I mean, it's my favourite can. Yes, we definitely would, Margot. If you can't do it, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, everybody. You. Where are they keeping them? Uh, keep Keeping what? You know what I mean. You came here for a product. And I want to know where they're keeping them. 
please, you, you don't know what you're doing. I, oh. Cleo's gonna activate the axe oh, so shit. that it makes a noise like, yeah, you know, some <laughs> kind of like weapon fire up. And she's just gonna step forward and say, yes. well, why don't you tell us then? And at this point, like, you know, Marco sort of gives an incredulous look to Cleo and then sort of nods and looks back and aims her sniper rifle dead at his head and makes a little threatening, like, power-up noise as well. Well, you heard my big friend here. Now, either... Now we're friends. You help us find our way through this station and get what we need, and maybe you get to die when you're supposed to. Or you can just die right now. Which is still going to be today, but... Oh, okay, well, just don't hurt me, and there's, there's a, if you, I, I'll tell you where they are, if you will then let me go to the evacuation pods. Oh, yeah, we'll put you right in them evacuation pods, don't you worry, old man. Now get out, move, and she, like, grabs him by the scruff and starts <laughs> sort of reeling him around. He's he's floating in this, this crappy little hover thing, similar to what Z is on, but without any steadying legs, so he is just like this sort of ragdoll in the air, <laughs> and she spins him around and starts, you know, like... Which way? And he's sort of uh, like a, a gnarled old finger pointing Gross. back the way you guys have come. Well, I guess we're all going on a little walk. Let's move. Keep them weapons at the ready. After you. Some of them are going to be a lot more dangerous than this piece of scum. I highly doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the notion that, like, your only, like, interaction with, like, the elderly is Herodotus. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've seen Herodotus, we've seen um, uh, the, emperor, the Emperor, we've seen yeah. um, the boyfriend, we've seen, like, mm. all old um, imperial men we've met so far have been fucking... I mean, none of them have been quite as old as this guy. They've all been dangerous uh... lunatics. So he must be even he worse. He must be even worse. In my mind, I'm thinking that Z just thinks that, like, humans get older and get more, like, sh- like more levels, like... They become more, more powerful. powerful. I mean, yeah. I imagine that is probably true of some species. Yeah, definitely the uh, the the rats. It's supposed to be true of ours, but yeah. really, let's be honest. What if he's taking us to reinforcements instead of whatever he he thinks we want? Watch him take us into a room full of guards. I'm gonna do another um another tele- like- telepathy roll to try and like um, <laughs> scout out ahead and like try and like it's gonna be. Not as wide. It's going to be cone, like a, a small, small area around us. Just looking out ahead, basically. Yeah. So okay. kind of like a little bit, like into the corridor, like the doors either side, kind of. Do a telepathy well. here. Ten. Oh, it's just very middling. It's just very middling. Very middling. <laughs> but it's two whole digits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 scanning ahead so. as as the uh, the four of you, I suppose, or the three of you with the uh, with Margot's old man in tow. She's got her, her rifle sort of shouldered under one arm mm. and the uh, the old man in one hand. She drags him forward and he's just sort of like oh. And uh, as you come around and this is yeah, this, this sort of this real like just blind spots ahead and behind at all times as you you're coming around these curved corridors. So just sort of moving kind of slowly around. Until finally you come to a doorway in front of you. Like, it's through there, but I don't have an all-access pass, you know? I, I don't work here. What? What do you got? Trembles and pulls back his sleeve, and he's got like a little uh, little wrist device in his hand, which Margot roughly snatches off him. You can see like his, 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 his pale translucence tears a little bit as Ooh. she pulls it off. And he's, he's bleeding down his arm just a bit, but she... Oh. 
gasps and like clutches his poor injured old ha- arm, but <laughs> Taylor making the vomit. <laughs> yeah. I was just like old people skin. Yeah. <laughs> and she she holds the thing up to the um to the the little panel on the side of the door in the hopes that it will open it up, and it's just a little. <gasps> oh, denied. Oh. I'm just gonna like rush my weapon at him a little bit. Who are you? Why are you here if you can't open no doors? I'm... Well, who I am isn't important. It's... I'm just here for the... They said we would be safe. They said... They said we would be safe here. I'll hover by and, uh, and sheathe the, uh, energy blades and, and go over to the, uh, panel and kind of reach out a tentacle to take the uh, bracelet off Margo and be like, May I? Well, you know something I don't, Doctor? You can get this door open. I was just going to shoot it, but... Well, if you can buy us more time, all's the better. If it fails, we can all shoot the door. <laughs> I like the way you people think. Almost almost enough to make me change my mind about... you furry bears, maybe, but... Right. No, after this, we go our separate ways. I don't want to see your kind ever again. What? Heck. Heck. I'll take the uh, the bracelet, uh, and I'm going to look at it, and then try and do a hacking on the door with the bracelet. Alrighty. Natural 20! <gasps> yes! Oh. Finally, I did something good! Yes! Oh my, oh my god, this, is, this is a bit slick this too, is a because slick one. not only did this not work and was a dead end, but now Z is essentially like double hacking here. This is like a sandwich hack, oh. because you're hacking the thing that is going to open the thing. The skeleton key. Yeah, so, so Z is sort of, he's able to get in, he's able to look at like what, and he's able to very sneakily get into the security system and look at what is this security system actually looking for in its wristband to open the door and you realize that it's it's a pretty shitty security system actually once you sort of get right down to it all you oh, have it to couldn't do couldn't be that i broke a really good security system it's that i broke well, a really the, shitty the, the real the real clever thing yes. you did the real clever thing you did is you had to run like a, like a really crazy complicated algorithm to oh, sort of reverse okay, engineer thank you, thank you. Reverse engineer what kind Feel of bracelet you needed to make. Yeah, there you go. So the the real trick wasn't so much the um the working out what was wrong with the, with the bracelet or the rewriting the bracelet as as an all access pass. It's it was still actually big boy hour. still the big old algorithm Thank you. of creating that clone no, no, of a master there key. There we go. No, that's what that I just just need that little bit of a. Uh, but big, what big boy what, hour. What does he has done in here is is he has he's created that and he's like effortlessly gone in and turned this into an all-access pass. It turns out that um, all-access passes, uh, there's only one of them in circulation, however. So you have made a clone of that one. You know, there's, there's a name attached to that as well. And it just simply, it's just a single name. It says Tamsin. Tamsin. Oh, wait. What was the name of the scientist that um, back in Cleo we, Day? We never freaking... Ask I feel like anybody's we, name. But she looked and she looked at Wilfred and said, see you, Wilfred. And then she got away. Is that who Tamsin? I don't know. But I feel like that could be a that could be a Tamsin move back then. Oh, I like that name though. Anyways, I am going to um I learned that I mean, name. From- I, 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 I'm, I'm not gonna tell you where, but you have heard the name Tamsin. Tamsin we have, haven't we? Wait a minute. Tamsin. 
Was it the Shit. emperor's lackey? Th- I feel oh, like I just... it's. <gasps> oh. Who was it? Oh, I'm going to be no, shocked that... when I find out, but it's going to be good. That felt familiar. Attempt because feels I was going to say, I was going to say that it was no, I because that's like I'm hesitant to assign like a species to it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that we had an alien that Dick named Meredith, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like not all the aliens have like generic alien human name. names. Yeah. Or like all the humans don't have human names. Yeah. Some of the aliens have human names, so it's like, yeah. Well, listeners, we're right there with you on the mystery train. We're going to be just as shocked as you. But for now, I will look at Margot. There, there will be someone who will be like, you know, yeah, like, so just, just listen to that, that episode and be like, <laughs> yeah. I know exactly yeah. who Tamsin yeah. is. But I'm going to hand over the uh, bracelet back to, um, to Margot and be like, this should work on, well, anything now. And uh, then I'm going to pull out my blades again and look at the old man and be like, I've forgotten about you. (laughs) Like walk back into my position. (laughs) He's just sort of quivering there, like holding his bleeding arm, you know, firmly. (laughs) As uh, as Margot gives Z a bit of a quizzical look and then holds up the bracelet and the door just opens. And she turns back around, giving a toothy grin to Dr. Z and a nod as she uh, puts the bracelet onto her own wrist. Yes. All right. You hold this one. I need to keep both hands on my weapon. And she uh, just sort of thrusts the, uh, the the weird floating man towards Dr. Z. I'll, um, I'll allow like the old man to like sink into the jelly a little bit so that his arms oh. are like stuck in the jelly. Oh. Uh, and then wrap, <laughs> wrap my spare tentacle around him and then just be like, ah, gotcha. And then I'll say that again <laughs> in his head gotcha. several times so that it e- oh, echoes and repeats. Gotcha. And, uh, gotcha. 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 I'll never let you go. So he, he is already sort of free-floating in this weird sort of little metal sleeping bag thing that he floats around in. So uh, he's pretty easy to carry. He just he creates like a little bit of sort of like drift. It kind of feels like you're like... You it's know, like, like a keel like, in a ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a spring roll. <laughs> like a spring roll. <laughs> it's a spring roll. <laughs> So Two you've got different like a bit directions of, you know, like, we came at that. <laughs> you, the main thing you notice is just you've got sort of like air resistance as you try and walk, which isn't the, isn't the biggest deal because yeah, you know, sometimes you balloon out the the honey boy to be silly silly widths anyway. So mm. you kind of it's it's, you know, it's not that off balance. You know how to get big big boy hour. Big boy hour. <laughs> it's big boy hour. And the door, yeah, the door opens up, and and now there is a straight hallway out in front of you. It looks as though it goes for a little while, and then there's another door at the far end of it. And then there are several doors on either side as well. Hmm. And the old man is sort of like, as, uh, as you all sort of step in and uh, Margot turns back and looks, looks at the old man. It's like, now these kind folks asked you your name and you've been very impolite and not answering. <laughs> so you maybe you want to try that one again. What is your name? Herman, Herman. My name is Herman. All right, Herman, now we're getting places. Now, when you came in here, I bet they gave you a tour of the facility, didn't they? I bet you they showed you all the merchandise. You had to take your pick. Is that right, Herman? Uh, yeah, yes. All right, then. So you know exactly where you're taking us. And sort of Herman looks, looks at the floor, sort of like, you know, squirming, all tied up in Honey Boy, inclines his head towards uh, the doors on the left. Margot sort of turns and looks. There's two different doors on that left side. 
And it's the left side, so that's heading towards, like, if if the circular thing was going around something, it's heading towards the inside. Mm, I get it. Yeah. Which one? First or second? The second door, I think. I think. It's, they all look the same. Please, it might be the first. Just just look for yourselves. I, I'm, I'm not trying to cause trouble. I, Marga sort of just sniffs in his general direction and ignores him as she steps steps forward sort of slowly, quietly and holds her bracelet to the door which slides open. Oh yeah. And then she gets a a cold, confused look on her face. The rifle sort of dropping as she steps inside the door silently. Fuck, what? Um, I'll be like, I'll ask her, Herman. The bloody hell have you done to her? Don't hurt me, I did exactly as she said. Cleo, Cleo, quick. Say, get in there. Say, come on. Say, say. Yes. Make, make a light. Make a light? Uh, And I'll just uh, turn all, all light making things I can on my body, like pointing forward. I'm going to start up. I'm going to go behind her and see if I can see what, what's going on. Okay, I'll floodlight the area. Alrighty. So lighting it up, heading in there, you sort of come round, you know, stepping up through the corridor so you can see into the door that, um, that Mark has opened up and stepped inside. And inside, it opens up into like a big hall that has like a big um, sort of arched, angular ceiling. This, this room doesn't have any of the white, the white walls. Everything sort of has like a um, almost like a sort of a, a greenish glow around around the top of it. Like it's sort of got like it looks sort of sculptured. Like it's designed to be like you know kind of weird sort of modern uh, interior design. Everything's all quite pretty. Mm. And there's there's a whole lot of like down lighting heading down out of the sky with these little spotlights. And inside each spotlight is a a rectangular white slab, just a perfect smooth, almost looking like a slab of marble. And there are dozens of these slabs, and lying on each of those slabs oh, is shit. a perfectly formed, young, beautiful, naked, breathing but blank-faced human. Oh, shit. And in the middle of that room, Margot has like just lowered her gun, tears filling her eyes as she looks around at all these... These, these these empty looking faces I'll wander in behind um, and I want to tele- tele- te- te- telepathically reach out and see what I can feel from these uh, from these bodies so Dr. Z uh, upon entering this room the most surprising thing is because you already were with that 10 roll you were sort of you, were, you weren't searching with like great skill but like you were reaching out for minds and the frightening thing about all these bodies is they're breathing, but there's no intelligence there. There's no minds to be found in those brains. I'm going to um, look at Cleo and be like, is this what you meant? Well, I ain't never seen this. This is new. I cannot read any, any brain waves coming from these people other than, well, breathing. And as Dr. Z says that, Margot lets out a roar of anger. 
and fires off a shot up into one of the lights up above, sort of raining glass down. And she just whirls about, fire in her eyes as she looks back at the two of you. That's because we're too late. They wiped him. They wiped him all clean. I've seen this before. Heck. Club. Darn it. Wait, what? Wait. We ain't gonna get any more people back. What do you mean, wipe? How did they wipe them? What did they use? The freaky deaky science stuff they got in here. You don't wanna know. We, we, we gotta blow it all up. There ain't nothing to come out of here. And Herman, I think you can just stay here in this room and have a look at what you bought. Which one's yours? I'll um, release Herman from the jelly and like a kind of like a s- dropping him onto the ground. Herman is out like, you know, sort of quivering, sort of jaw lock, looks about and then he points across the room to one of the bodies. Oh my god, sitting. Herman, read the room. <laughs> one of the bodies sitting on the, um, on the, on, on its little dais. And uh, Margot grabs him by the scruff and drags him. And she's dragging him like she's storming across the room to the point where his legs are flailing out behind. She storms across the room and sort of looks down. And then, yeah, the, the, the tears in her eyes fill her eyes. She looks back at Herman, and then she rams his head into the ground. She starts smashing this balloon of an old man to the ground. You, he is he's dead within the first couple of strikes. She smashes him and tosses him aside. Grabs the body that he pointed to on the, on the um, on this little little uh, platform, props it up, reaching arm around it and like lowering her head into its chest. And Cleo recognizes it oh as one God, of the young Dick. people from her caravan back on Dias. I wasn't. I wasn't going to immediately make um, like in my, my original plans for Margot. I wasn't going to make it immediately connected to Cleo Day. But like the way Cleo Day ended, without us further exploring what it was they were doing in there, I felt like, hang on, what if Margot has been on a fucking mission all these years now? Yeah, like spurred on by the death of her rival. She's like, Cleo wouldn't let this unanswered. I'm going to go answer for this. Oh my days! It's this is. This is going to be rough when, like, when she finally finds out it's Cleo and she's going to be like, how the hell could you leave us? Like, you got, like how could you ghost? Hey, you, got she's a lot been of, clean- you got a lot of explaining to do. Because <laughs> she's been cleaning it up. Yeah, she's been doing what, you know, like, maybe Cleo should have done. But, like, at the same time, like. Yeah, it's, it's a- like a trauma thing, right? Like, you don't, yeah. nobody's, nobody is like. Yeah, why the hell would Cleo. Nobody has to become a vigilante. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, but at the same time, like, oh, in her mind, 
Yeah. She's she's not going to agree with that, probably. And this, you know, this is the, the, the five-year anniversary of that bringing Yeah, this is the bringing night. Oh. And she wanted to... Midspace has a home, way of reuniting home friends a bunch of, on Bring home oh a bunch of dias people and blow up another factory. Oh, is there any way of saving these people? Are these just... There's no reversing of the of the stealing. I mean, these people are like, you know, like 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 how Cleo. Cleo is permanently there in that beard brain, you know. That's this what, is obviously well, that's like what we think. Well, you know, like and, and, unless a similar process is repeated. It's the same thing with these people. Like they these brains, like there's nothing you can get back on the brains. You know, maybe maybe someone saved like oh, a, their um, bod saved a soft coffee somewhere, but these 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 brains have been wiped. Like yeah. ready, ready to house something new. But there's no like digital version of them somewhere. Or I mean, knowing these scientists like uh, no. you do from Cleo Day, no. Yeah, it's, they don't it's care. interesting yeah. because yeah, it's kind of like this is just the merchandise. Yeah. These are these are just the these are just the A grade materials. Yeah, I was thinking that because I was kind of like when you were when you were asking me like, is this what you saw? And I was like, honestly, like Cleo didn't actually see it get to this point. Well, they were, I mean, they were, back then they were practicing. Yeah, mm. they were trying to get to this point, but now, because that was another thing, like, when I realized, like, oh, shit, we're in another one of these, like, they've probably gotten a lot better because, like, Cleo probably didn't, yeah, like, follow it. And yeah, well, so they, they basically f- succeeded, you know, they, they on diet, right. they learned and how they to do this. And they did get away. Wow. Mm, and they got away. Wow. Oh, shit. So of course, of course they got stations to, like, now start selling. So Margot has been oh, and now Margot's gonna be somewhere. Now Margot's got a key to get in any of them across space, right? Like she's got the fucking skeleton key, or maybe it's just station specific. But you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe oh it's. Oh my it's god! I mean, I, I do like the idea that that's a master key to all. Yeah, and Margot's just gonna go. I off. like that. This is the kind of shit that Damn. has like the potential. This is like when we like accidentally fell into like the egg storyline and it was like, this could be a whole campaign. This could be a whole campaign. <laughs> this could be the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this could be a fucking movie. This is a heist movie. This is like, this is Cleo Day part two, essentially. It's like, it's. Well, I kind of like the fact as well that this could be a sort of thing where like, now Margot is sort of this, you know, this this well-equipped badass in your sort of in your yeah. world, in your story, who can flit in and out like she can, like, right. like you know. Mm. It's like a, it's a cool way. She's, to like... She's got her mission, and her mission isn't necessarily your guy's mission, you know. Like yeah. she's she wants to hunt down every single one of these things and like completely stop it and destroy it. I'm not gonna say I know how this is gonna go because I never know how a thing is gonna go. Mm. But I could see like somehow this wrapping up in a way where it's like Cleo doesn't have to do all these, but she does. Yeah, like this is obviously her story. Yeah, but I think that like. It's a lot like the replicant or like different people we've met where like K two K two like where they could call up and be like, "Yo, yeah, found one that I, I need your help a on a one. job." I mean, the you're gonna want to be in on this one, Cleo, because I found the boss. You know that sort of thing. Yeah, like those kinds of things. The uh, reason for Cleo as well, like um, maybe not pursuing. I mean, obviously because of the the trauma or the. Um, you know, not wanting to return to the Also, the she didn't know. She didn't like, know. She didn't know where they were. She didn't know, what, you know like, where they were. She wasn't there on Dias to do the, the detective work that um clearly yeah. somehow. Yeah. I, I, I haven't still haven't explained how it is that uh, we don't even that really know what happened. Get on the scent. Uh, well, also, I was going to say that um, 
because you were switched in a kind of test and a not ideal situation, amnesia could come into it, you know, like memory yeah. loss and stuff. Like, But also if I rock up in this body, like having been gone for a long time, well, I imagine as well, like Cleo at that sort of that early point. I don't. I reckon she couldn't even talk. Yeah. Yet. I reckon she was just like, yeah, there's this growling, I like, snarling. I picture you know, it mess. like in District Nine, where like when he at first starts turning into an alien, mm. and he's like real fucking strange and sick, and that like, or um, can't, and he can't even open the cat food to eat it, and he's hiding from the police, and his girlfriend's like, ah, oh, it's okay, but he can't even call her. Doctor Manhattan as well, you know, just kind of like. Yeah, like that. Struggling too. to figure out what's going on. And then finally, there's that moment where it's on like. On November boom. 19th, a skeleton appeared in the laboratory. Yeah, yeah. That was me trying to organize my atoms. I think, I feel like a lot of those kinds of stories, like, like when you read like different versions of the Hulk, and it's like for a long time, like in the beginning, he just fucks off to like yeah. South America yeah. or like, because he can't hang. Like, he doesn't know how to control it. He hasn't learned anything yet. Mm hmm. Like, well, that's because, like, you got like her, like, you know, this sort of like, you know, this weird, like, cloak, like, standing on the cliff. Like, it is very, like, you know, like the Hulk at the end. I mean, yeah, the old, like, like, the, the 70s Hulk. Hulk TV show where he'd always, like, he'd, the sad music would play and he'd walk out it's of town. It's a lot like the Hulk, actually. <laughs> I never thought about it till right now. I feel like so many of these stories mirror so many other stories. Like, I think, you know, it just, yeah, you know, you can't avoid it. But damn, fuck, Dick, I mean, that was fucking great. That was really good. It just blows well, I'm my mind. I'm glad you're liking it. I was I worried. Uh, I was worried that I was like, you know, being a bit cheeky, going straight back into like nah. you know, the white prefab. Like, nah. but love it's it. It's kind of great, though. I'm isn't really it? enjoying it. It makes it seem like we planned all this really well. Well, but I mean, I think Dick probably Dick has. did. <laughs> Dick has planned it all really well. And we I mean, just rolled I'm, I'm only ever I'm only ever a couple episodes ahead because like my original Margot plans were completely different. Like it was going to be, it was still going to be a heist. When we're done was, like, though, can we know? Get you yeah. When we're done, you have to tell us. The secrets. Hmm? When we're done. Yeah. I get, okay, maybe not. Like hmm. keep your secrets. I mean, what, 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 what sort of secrets? <laughs> just what you but were going to do like, with Margot. I don't know, like, because... Well, I was going to do something very similar to this, but it would have been like some completely different kind of heist. Like, this it would have just been like her, try, her trying to make some money. Mm. This is way more poignant. Like, mm. this is hard as hell. I feel like this is even cooler that it's this close. Yeah. Because it would have been real easy to pack it up and just be like, escort quest, you know. Yeah. But now it's like everybody that's listening just went on this whole They're right adventure. there with us. And so for them, well, it it's really like, does make it feel like there was a real point to Cleo to as well, because it yeah. was setting us up for the storyline. Yeah. Fuck, which that was so great. I'm loving it. I was so like, ugh, ugh, fuck. I, I was I was very happy when I suddenly came up with my um, Margot as vigilante story. I, I love like, it. Hang mm. on, it was basically like when I was like when I was, like I had her like come and talk to Bordas and Fron, and I was like, oh man, she she really liked Cleo. Yeah, you know, and she really like. She really did care about all the people going and vanishing in there. Yeah, actually, I think you know she she said that she wanted to stand back and laugh, but yeah, yeah but she was but, warning. I mean, she are like she that. warned us not to go, so she was probably warning others mm. like, "Don't go in there." You know, like she just wasn't emotionally intelligent yet. Yeah, and probably still is. Probably isn't because not. <laughs> everybody in space she just has smashed problems. a dude's head into the ground. So you know. I don't know. That part felt good, yeah. but <laughs> I mean that that old dude wanted to fucking like you know puppeteer her friend's body. Like that old dude uh, wanted to be the, one of these. 
Well, I probably. I mean, I that know. was a fucking amazing episode. That was nuts. Thank you, Dickie, and thank you everyone for listening. Holy heck! Yeah, you've made it. Thank you. To another episode. Oh, so good to have you all with us, listening along, joining in on these adventures through space. You make oh. our year. Yeah. An exhale. A big exhale. A big boy exhale for a big boy nap for a big boy's episode. (laughs) It is time for a big boy nap. I I need me a big boy nap. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) So thank you for joining us on this space adventure. Uh, Now, there are some ways you can help us grow the show, and that is word of mouth. We are still a small production. It's just us three. We're a little grassroots baby game. Everything about the show is us three. We do it all together. And so uh, reaching new listeners is difficult. So tell a friend, tell your friend's mom, put us out on socials. That would be huge. And give us those reviews and juicy, juicy five stars because that stuff is, it's gold. It's uh, it's gold. It's it's not really about like ratings or clout. It's actually about algorithms and it helps. It does. So uh, if you got the time, you got the little thing pops up, just give us a little, give us a little review. Yeah. We we love it. Cheers, bro. But um. Share it around. Come join our Discord. Hang out with us. Oh, uh, we chat on there every day. We do. Every day. Like it's yeah. We uh we it's like my main my main Discord. I'm on a bunch of them, yeah. but like you know this one. <laughs> there are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> yeah. um, Taylor shares memes on the daily. Dickie is out I there do. playing games on his Twitch, and you can find out about that through the Discord or there's coupon codes. There's coupon, there's coupon codes. <laughs> And for stuff the coupon codes. I don't know about things. those. Oh, no, we... There's a coupon code on there today, guys. Oh, nice. And if you're feeling a little bit flush, you're feeling like your income has become a little bit disposable. Yes. Uh, oh. We've got a Patreon. Share the yeah, load. Um, yeah, no pressure, <laughs> but you know, you you get access to a bunch of cool stuff. We've got a oh, second yes. podcast where we just ramble. So if you like the sound of our voices as much as we do. Oh. <laughs> Which actually, that's a bad way to pitch it. There's, it's unlikely you like the sound of our voices as much as we do. But if you like the sound of our voices, even close to sort of like 30, 40% of how much we do, that's about how much gets um, gets gets kept in after the edit anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we've got. Yeah, extra- you, can, you can listen to our sidearm podcast you will like over it. there on, uh, Maybe. on Patreon. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's, there's other goodies there as well. We've got our old campaign. We got. D&D. Uh, D and D fantasy years ago. There's a reason why we got this 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 wholesome chemistry, and it's uh, there's a reason been, why we it. call Dan a bard. <laughs> been at it for a while, and Tay a pirate. Hmm? Yeah, but um, and speaking of bards, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bards, uh, the the other little thing uh, the Patreon might do for you is that you get your uh, you get your name song at the end oh, of the episode. Man, oh, I'm feeling little song. I'm feeling, I'm feeling bardic. So, um, oh, inspiration! <laughs> give everyone a plus one to their interactions for the day with your cheeky little Coilithia, Jasper the Bard, Morris, Chris, Jolie, and Claude, Jason, Tobias, Ooh. Isaac, Waco, Bodie, Max, Jimmy, Pell, Shima, Doff, Ben, oh. Trevor, Wybots, Nine Nine Nine, Randy, Nicola, Ibel, mm. Queen, Marcus, Brock. Man and Lucas Duff and cheaper by the dungeon. Boom! That was our Patreon. <laughs> oh, Diggy, you nailed it! Brilliant stuff. <laughs> he gets one take to do that. Oh, we one. don't give him any extra time. That's it. And every week he makes <laughs> I, I try a different make song. Some of it rhyme, but it's. Oh, I think you nailed it. I think so. Well, heck, that could be you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Diggy. Thank you, Tay. 
Thanks. Oh, thanks for listening. Everyone at the the other end of these uh, headphones, are you listening on headphones? I hope you are. Most of you are. I, I hope you are. That way, we're at if least you're not listening head. on headphones, like, then at least like, one of you on is you. listening from a foghorn on a on an ocean liner. Yeah, one of you is. One of you. One of these cunts gonna get stabbed. One of these cunts gonna get stabbed right in the fucking noggin with our bloody shank. That's what the whales are saying because they're like, so, yeah, please if, if turn it down. If you weren't using headphones before, maybe you are. Oh, now. lovely. <laughs> oh, anyway, Big boy nap time. <laughs> Big boy nap time. It's it's time for a big boy nap. We are swiftly approaching midnight and uh, we'll see you after our big boy boy nap. nap. Bye. I'll be good on the next mission after my nap. Woo! Bada boo. (laughs) Tune in next time for another edge of your seat adventure in space with the Backwater Bastards. If you enjoy listening, but also have eyes, check out our Instagram, where we post drawings, illustrations, character art from our adventures. Backwater underscore bastards. Check out our Instagram on Instagram.